and welcome to the Knock On KCLR and Scoreline.ie's weekly rugby podcast. Uh, joined today by Tom Crotty and Johnny Tobin. Welcome back, sir. How are you, lads? <laughs> I hear you've been Danny. missing me. Absolutely. <laughs> the irony with Johnny is that he's missing the rugby podcast through rugby. So um, it's all good. You're a busy man, Johnny. Busy, busy. Yeah, I kept going now. Between rugby life and home life, it's a, it's a busy few months ahead. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Trying um, to juggle them all. Absolutely, and that's that's where the trick is, isn't it? Just trying to get all the balance right and everything else as well. Um, lads, we've plenty to talk about. Um, Kilkenny are playing Bechtov, a very, very important game for them this weekend. Uh, the two your, yourselves, your own team, Solo Carlo, back to winning ways last weekend. Fantastic stuff. Um, the Heineken Champions Cup, Ireland are busy getting ready for the Six Nations and all that as well. James Blanchfield can't be with us live tonight, so here he is in spirit with his thoughts and a preview of their game against Bechtel this weekend and his other thoughts. Hi lads, how are you going? Um, yeah, big weekend coming up for the club at Kilkenny this week. Uh, it's really a season-defining game for us. Um, Bechtel at home. Um, it's going to be a big, big challenge. They're a strong side. They um, they narrowly overcame Gorey last Saturday in a game that Gorey probably could have won. Gorey dominated the game, but Bechtel just got the early scores on the board and kept taking over. Um, we know it's a huge challenge, but it's not an insurmountable task for us to beat back to Finkelkenny. Um, there's a little bit of confidence in our in our camp after last week's performance against Seapoint. Uh, Positive, positively enough for us, um, we've a lot of players returning from injury. Apparently, uh, Joe Manuel, Podgeman are both back this weekend. Gary Dunn and um, Roy Stanley were back last weekend. Dave O'Connor was meant to be back last week. Apparently, he's back this week. So there's going to be a lot of kind of, how would you say, senior players, season players, match-winning players coming back to our team and squad this week. Um, on last week's performance, um, you know, we started poorly, uh, defended really, 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 really well. Um and then kind of kept Seapoint uh, at bay for a large part of the first half. Um, we got a player sin bin for what was perceived to be a deliberate knock-on. Uh, questionable call whether it was or it wasn't, but got sent to the sin bin and Seapoint um, got a score off that and pretty much went in, went in at the break. Uh, we were losing and then after 30, 45 minutes, um, the, we were 13 nil down or 19 nil down I should say and after that whatever clicked with us we just went and uh, we went through the gears we got some great scores we played some great rugby we got it back to 17-19 and could have could have gotten a draw out of it and quite poss possibly should have snatched a win again dubious call around the driving mall that was taken down, could have been a penalty try on another day, but look at you got to roll with the punches. Some calls went our way last Saturday, other calls didn't. Uh, there's a level of inconsistency there at the moment um, in, 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 in refereeing that probably needs to be levelled out. But look at however we are where we are, we're second last in the league now ahead of Gorey with a couple of games in hand as well. Um, we have to play Bechtel twice, Ashburn twice and Dundalk once so we'll be targeting points off all of those games we feel that another 10 points from those 5 games should be enough to keep us in the league um, our seconds game was called off last week again we couldn't feel the seconds team it's it's 
you know, I don't like saying it, but I think it's a little bit pathetic that we can't get a seconds team to travel. Um, I would say John Buckley, their coach, is hugely frustrated. I uh, haven't spoken to anyone about it, but coming from the performance that I put in the previous week against, against Monkstown, uh, where they were narrowly beaten, to not feeling the following week against Seapoint is, is wrong. Um, and we, we as a club need to review that. We need to review the status of seconds rugby to see what's, to see what's fundamentally wrong with that. Is it a systemic problem that we have in the club? What the issue is so we can get second, seconds rugby back moving to the level that we need it moving at. Um, we need to create, I suppose, what I would refer to as not just a culture, a rugby culture, but we need to create a rugby excellence culture where these players feel that the, um, that the structures are in place and everything is right to commit. Um, but as, as the old saying goes, you can bring a horse to water, but uh, you can't make a drink. Uh, our women's team have a big game this Sunday at home to DLSP in the club. I think it's one o'clock kickoff there. They're on a quest for league glory uh, to win the league now. I think they're I think they're top of the league. I stand to be corrected. Uh, Paddy Moss doing a really good job there, and some really good players coming in around him as well to to to, to front up. So, um, if anybody can come out come out on Saturday and Sunday to support both of our teams, it'd be great. In context of of for for our club, it's a huge weekend. It's 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 a significant weekend for the club. Um, we need to win this weekend to essentially fasten our our position in this league. Um, it's not a case that 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 we're losing now and we're, that's what's going to get us relegated. If we, if we are to get relegated, I think we need to look back to the first game of the season away to Gorey. That was a game that we left behind us and. You know, somebody said to me many years ago, and I'm playing, leagues aren't won at the last day of the season. Leagues are won in the first day of the season, you know, and you have to be, you have to be squeaky clean from the get-go. So it's a, from that perspective, look at where we're playing catch-up. We are reacting now, um, and hopefully our firsts can, can bag a win this weekend and uh, build on the confidence that came out of last week's performance against Seapoint. Uh, just to touch on that against Seapoint, apparently there were some absolutely unbelievable performances. I think I I didn't make it up myself, but Jake McDonald put in a performance for the ages, I believe. Wes Carter, Gary Dunn were super. Roy Stanley was super. Um, Liam Phelan, by all accounts, for a guy who's retired about 15 times and he's only 30, <laughs> had a great game as well. So look, at the message to everyone at Kilkenny is this weekend, please come out to Fugstown on Saturday and shout on our J1s and our J2s. Um, we are, I suppose, we are quietly confident, but everything has to be done with caution. Um, thanks, guys. Sorry, I can't be with you this week. Bye bye. Now he's not with us, but he is with us. <laughs> James Blanchfield there with a recorded message for the podcast. Uh, yeah, a lot of pressure, lads, for Kilkenny. Um, when you get to that stage, they're second from bottom. A huge game against Bective. Um, uh, whatever about things opening up and that being a positive for the club, you know, getting people back in to watch games and bars and all that. But uh, the rugby out in the pitch is under a bit of pressure uh, now as well. Um, it's just trying to stay in Division One is going to be a tough job. I still fancy. I think I still fancy mm-hmm. Kilkenny this weekend, uh, especially with those players back in. I mean, as James always said, they ha- I mean, we all know Kilkenny are very capable, a very capable team at the best of times. But um, I think Kilkenny at home. You know, it's it's a, well. You'd hope that it's like any home club is like playing, trying to get trying to get get a win out of Tullow at home. Doesn't have to go too well either, you know. But and please God, the same to Cardiff when we're at home. But it's I think hopefully I said, look, 
it'll be once see James and Uncle Kenny staying up there and uh, you know and the it's they put a lot of work to stay there over the last couple of years just, and uh, you know we'll have our fingers crossed for them at the weekend but I think with the I think with the players that he has back if they fire at all I think they I think they'll be better. Absolutely. What do you reckon, Johnny? I'm actually going down to watch it. Um, Kilkenny Rugby Club is kind of my, my second home now. I've been there in Kilkenny College. I just go across to watch it with, with Ashmore and Miss Liam Caddy and that involved in Kilkenny. So I go down and watch a few of their games. Um, yeah, like Tom said, it's very hard to get a, a win in Kilkenny. And I saw them beat a Gory team that they had no business beating um, before Christmas. So hopefully they can put on a performance like that again and uh, steal a win against Beckton. But it'll be no easy feat for them, but um, you'd be hoping because they're the kind of the club down here that have set high standards for themselves. They're like the Enniscorti. They're 1A, like them, Gory, Enniscorti. They're all 1A standard, and you'd, you'd hope they could retain that for the next few seasons. Um, but they have a good few really good rugby players back, so um, hopefully uh, Ringrust doesn't play into it and they, they get the win. Absolutely. Lads, is that a good... Uh, he's got back to winning ways last weekend. A bit of positivity as well. Johnny, we'll start with, we'll start with Tolo because we haven't been talking to you in a few weeks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, sure, look, at we we took advantage of a, of a struggling Clondalk and then you can only you can only beat what's in front of you, but part of me would feel for them because they're, they're really struggling mathematically now. They, they, can't, they can't catch anyone, but there's our, ourselves, Mullingar and... Um, Longford are all on 20 points, so this weekend is a massive weekend for us. We play Longford at home, um, Mullingar play Clondalkin, so we need to be the team out of the three that gets the win with, with Mullingar, you'd imagine it'll be Clondalkin, so we need that, we need five points, ideally, but we take the four, you know, and, and just beat Longford, but yeah, it's um, it's massively positive for us because training has boosted up even with the, with the victory. Lads are back out. Um, a lot of young lads coming back out to play. Cahill Bailey's on the first team there. I don't think Cahill Bailey has played rugby, I'd say, safely since he was 17. He's 23 or 4 now. So it's good to see lads like that coming back out and getting involved again. And um, We had two very bad injuries against Kildara a few weeks ago. Shane Rowan dislocated his, um, his ankle and Gareth Shirley dislocated his shoulder. So in the one game... Um, and as everybody knows, backs are few and far between in Tullow. And to lose two of them standard players, you're you're uh, you're going to be up against it straight away. So look at we are where we are again. Story of our season. We're we know exactly how Kilkenny feels sitting second from bottom at the moment. So um, we'll bring it into this weekend. A lot of positivity. Two good training sessions uh, Tuesday and t- last night they're gone, and then we've trained on Saturday again, and then next week then into the Longford game. So. Good. All seems ahead. Absolutely. Tom, you must have been relieved, man, as well, uh, last weekend. Good old win there. Absolutely. Um yeah, because yeah, we, we like we had a couple one or two injuries come coming into coming into the game. Uh my own my own young fellow that I have it was it was gone with the short another shoulder injury. Um then we got a call from our scrum half, Isaac Daly, woke up on Sunday morning and his knee was out, out like a balloon, couldn't play. And uh, in the warm up, then Larry McGrath did something to his knee, or I'm not hundred percent sure on the injury, but uh, Larry had to had to cry off at the last minute. 
but we were kind of blessed because we had the seconds. We're just having a run. Seconds are having to run around because uh, Longford wouldn't feel or couldn't feel the seconds. Um, so the boys just had a run around before the game because they wanted to watch the game and cheer the lads on, which was great. But uh, Cormac Murray stepped in there to to take the bench as uh, um, as scrum half, and um, uh, Jeff McDermott went in as went in went in at starting nine and. Uh, then we had uh, Anthony Mannion, who's captain of the second, stepped in, stepped in to, to fill a place on the bench while um, Owen, Owen Edgehill went in went in and did a fine job in on the front row as well. But, jeez, uh, I felt like a bit like Mystic Meg on uh, on Sunday because uh, <laughs> I uh, said uh, two things. I said we were being going on about young Alan Owens and, you know, it won't be too long before we see him starting on, on the first and uh, Alan started on Sunday, and the other thing is, I said, God help the first team when uh, that uh, Carlo meet when they actually do click, and uh, it just happened to be Longford on Sunday, so I was in <laughs> in good spirits. Um, look, we started well. We had uh, the boys, Jesus, there they came out on the field, absolutely fired up, really red up, really up for the game. Um, we had like a, an early try, an early try from Cameron Brennan on our wing came in on the wing. Um, just everyone, everyone had had sound games. Uh, as I say, Alan Owens, um, he, like he's only he's been playing seconds out half. He's uh, only up from the under 18s last year. Uh, he's one of our under 18s, and I've been saying there's plenty of potential. But uh, I think he must have been uh, getting a few lessons from Marcus Smith because. Uh, he looked like a chap that was really comfortable, really comfortable, and willing to try anything there. Went willing to try anything there on Sunday. So Onzi had Onzi had a, had a great game. Um, Richie White definitely must have taken a sip from the fountain of youth because uh, he took off on twenty five meter runs and was uh, was absolutely in flying fettle um, at full back. Um, Connor Tracy was. Uh, Connor was playing the back row, and Connor was like a, a mixture between a bulldozer and Michael Jordan with his offload, <laughs> offloading game. Some um, combination. Huh? Oh, it's some some combination. Right, just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we had uh, like it, they played really well. Lineups were good. Defense was super. Defense was just absolutely. I thought Corey was going to jump in off the line and join the boys on on the on the defensive line. Even Corey was. Uh, Corey, who doesn't really show emotion too often, was uh, was was fired up on uh, on the touchline. As I say, I thought he was going to jump in at one stage uh, to help the lads because the, he wouldn't be a bad uh, lad to have in there. No, no, but they're they're uh, hanging anyway. Super, huh? He'd be able to hang up with the best of money, anyway. Yeah, well, you never know. Absolutely, we tried that before, but he's he's uh, he's this retired nicely. He said. But uh, and no, look, I think our line our lineups were good, our scrums were good, the defense was good. Um, to be honest, I think the the kind of the there was a sort of the last the try that they did get was kind of very soft in the last minute. I think it was kind of give them along. Um, but we had like a cracking tries there from Callum Murphy, the or Callum the Warren Murphy, as they call him, because uh. For a slight man, he just absolutely avoid. I don't know how he does it. We he still don't He's know how player, he does it. It just Callum gets the ball, comes into space where there could be two or three forwards, and I talk about back road lads who you deserve to be absolutely dickied back into into tomorrow. And somewhere he pops out the far side. Yeah, he plays gone. with me in the IT. He's he's um he's as tough. He's as tough as they come. 
He is absolutely hard, hard, hard mm. out. But and he wins. Uh, he wins collisions. He should has. He's no business with him. Oh, totally. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely, and totally. So every time he does it, you're in awe. You're standing there going, "Jesus Christ." <laughs> <laughs> well, he gets some. He gets some uh, odds from us on the sideline because we still never figured out figure out how he how he does it. Um, but look, lads, I I would be extremely happy with the performance um, from start to finish. We need look. We needed that. It's not about the leagues. It's not about anything. It's about when you have that when you have the lads out there training. And seconds are seconds got the points from are only just points away from if they if they can get another win, the the, the league. league will be theirs. Yeah. But like. It's when you have guys who are training week in, week out, and you know, and and they're there, they're nearly there each each week. You know, if you, little mistakes and, and and we lost games, but it was just lovely to see them turn around on Sunday, grab each other by the shoulders, pull them in, and just say, "Look, off we go. We need to win this game. We need to get more. You know, get get things going." I mean, we've there's plenty left in the season. Well, hopefully, plenty left in the season. We still have we still have Bayern next week, and um, our friendly neighbours Tolo coming over to us for an old friendly there. I'm going to miss that one, Tom. <laughs> ah, jeez, we can't. I'm away. In, I'm away in France. Well, I'd love. I uh, I just say if anyone's listening, wouldn't be lovely if it was a Saturday game. <laughs> hint, I, hint, please. You heard it here first. Hint, hint, hint because. Uh, I tell you, the other thing was lovely, and uh, all joking with rugby aside, it was lovely to be able to go in and have a few points with everybody and have some sort of normal. I mean, that's the whole idea of rugby as a sport is uh, is the social part and having the crack and, and meeting people and meeting, you know, out lads with their arms around young, you know, the the younger players just just having a chat to them and you know it just. Just, just a feeling of a bond in, in the club on Sunday, which you hadn't had, and just felt so good. So thanks to I hear, I hear a rumor there was a there was a hacking in the club on Sunday in Carlo. Uh Tommy, Tommy kicked off. I heard the, Tubbsy uh, what a say, yeah. the 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 end I of saw, end I of, saw footage end of, of COVID now, weekend. He, I don't feel too bad about myself. I'd say that anyway. <laughs> oh no, he pulled down the he pulled down the gods of friendly. Oh, he put down the gods of yeah, his hacker. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, ah, look, all joking aside, if, if, but they're the crack, though, isn't it great? You miss, you know. Well, we did miss it, and I think everybody, everybody out there, um, you know, if uh, any any rugby supporters go to folk, not you go to Folkstown this weekend if you're giving Kenny a shout, and uh, you know, just, just go support your local teams, whether they're kids' games or adult games. It's just, it's just great to be back out again, and uh. To be able to have a bit of fun, and I'll just say before we go, before we finish up on, on our own, um, just well done, well done to them all, and just keep it keep it up because um, you know they're they're a fine bunch of lads. Fine Absolutely, bunch of lads. yeah. And like you said, Tom, if this if they, if they clicked last weekend and they can keep that going, it says God help any teams at the meet from here on in. Well, that's it. Well, we have yeah. like um, just in case anyone doesn't know, the Towns Cup draws next Wednesday, and it is live at. Um, Pull up, V. Carlo in the black gear. <laughs> Imagine. No, Johnny, I don't think either side wants Carlo V. Tolo in the first round. Of the, in the first round. No, no. <laughs> let's, no. Leave, let's leave that down the line a bit. She's don't jinx things. Uh, <laughs> we'll try to avoid each other till the final. Yeah, we won't, we won't say who we'd like or where we'd, we'd like home games, please. Uh, the gods of uh, well, it's out, uh, us three anyway would like a home game for Kenny, Carlo, and Tolo. As long as we're not playing any of each other, so 
yeah. And then, and then, be a great no weekend pod- out, wouldn't it? And then, there'll be no podcast the following. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> don't want to be alive on Thursday. Okay, lads, lads I lads in, and everything. The lads in Tullow are definitely missing the bar crack, you know. I was just thinking there when I when I seen the video of Tubbsy doing the hacker. I for one miss Louis Kilcoyne's rendition of All Flower Scotland. I know a few younger <laughs> lads miss Martin Cole singing an Ed Sheeran or a passenger song. Actually, then Paddy Brown obviously does his little party trick as well. So we're missing them little bits of crack. So I'm looking Absolutely. forward to Sunday week now when we play Longford and Louis does a rendition of a Flower of Scotland again. Well, nothing stopping us recording the podcast out one of the clubs either, lads. It can be done. <laughs> no, I was actually. I don't um, think anyone wants to see what goes on in the clubs on a Sunday night at eleven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> For the, the select few's eyes only. Yeah, Stephen, you'd be doing a lot of that. Uh, there'd be a lot of those little beeps and bells yeah, ringing. You have a lot of editing to do, Stephen. I don't think you like it. It wouldn't be worth it with the amount of editing I'd have to do. And the heckling from the crowd as well. Um, lads, that will, that will wrap up the local stuff there. Great stuff back to winning ways. And we look forward to your matches then next weekend. And like the lads said, if you're listening and you're from Kilkenny, head out to the club there on Saturday the 29th. Uh, if you're listening to this uh, on Friday or Saturday morning and uh, head down and watch the lads play as well. It's a good old afternoon out as well um, and give them a bit of support. The clubs are back open now again properly. Um, so head out there and support. Lads, we'll talk Champions Cup now. Uh, we'll start a flight room as well. Um, Leinster's win over Bath, fairly emphatic. Uh, a bit of... A lot of people... Um, like Leinster hammered Montpellier the week before, and yes, they hammered Bath. But in fairness, Bath tried their best for the whole match. As good, as, you know, I'm not saying like Bath have had their struggles now. In fairness, but um, you know, they put it up to Leinster. Leinster didn't really get going at all till about 20 minutes in. Yeah, it's a strange one. You, you were a little bit worried there, 15, 20 minutes into the game, that there was no, there weren't two to three tries up already. But you're looking at it. It's a conveyor belt of talent. It's a conveyor belt of results. When you put pressure on them, they just seem to just strive through it. Like, you know, um, three weeks ago before the Montpellier game, they had to win by a bonus point. Did anyone see them winning 89-7? I didn't, anyway. Um, did anyone see them trashing back the way they trashed them? Not realistically, back are struggling, but they're, they're, they're a better side than that. Like, yeah. um, Just goes to show you the, the strength and depth Leinster have at the moment, is, you know. Is that a worry, though, Johnny and Tom, uh, if Leinster struggled to get off to a good start for 20 minutes, a much better team would cause them fierce problems. Well, or do you think? Yeah. I don't know. It would I be, but it's yeah. rigorous too. Like Montpellier was a training session. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that wasn't a game, it was a training session. Like it was just. Well, Montpellier well, was a joke. Yeah. It, it's actually embarrassing to, to watch it. You know, like you're just there going, you might as well have played another 16 team down in. Oh, I'm not going to name a club. Pick anyone random, of course. No one anyone coming after me over naming a club, but pick someone random. <laughs> You're <laughs> learning, Johnny. Pick Tullo 16s if you like. Um, but it was embarrassing, you know. Like so, Pat are a strong team, but I don't know. I don't think. I just think Leinster are so strong with the minutes. I just don't think 20 minutes is too worrying if they don't score two or three scores. Yeah. Patient no, I think Leinster, uh, like Leinster against. Leinster against uh, Montpellier was uh, like a Ferrari up against the Morris Minor, and I think <laughs> it was like I me think, racing. I, 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 yeah, well, that's yeah, well, I think I, <laughs> just let's. 
Like we have our strength, Stephen. We have our strength. We have our strength. Have but our I would I'd be so I'd be somewhere with you, Danny, because I wouldn't be anywhere near Stephen, and that's for one thing. He's like he's like a fine. A, a I fine see you walking the day by day. You are flying it. I see walking. I see he was used to jog up by the Ruby Cub. He's like a fine tuned gazelle there, flying. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I know. I, I think I think they were just you know, Lancer just took. I think as much as look, we all know it's very hard. Any team will tell you, and Johnny, you know as well as as anyone. When if you go out and hammer a team or hockey a team the week before. And then you try and turn around and play, get into another, get into the same mode again the following week. The hardest thing, especially especially when you're trying to get going, is to play, is to have a hammer, to hammer a team and then try and get back in the next week. But you could see them mm. in the second half. I mean, the Jesus, they were outstanding, absolutely outstanding. Like Jimmy O'Brien with four tries. Yeah. What you call him, full back was just outstanding again. Um Sexton, but still, Sexton's Johnny's a bit rusty still, but you know, you, you can see uh, the difference. I think Michael Alatoa is going to be, the, I think, it, the buy of the, the, buy of, the uh, of the year for them because the, I think he's actually coming each game, he's getting better and better and better. You know, their pack is getting stronger. Um, I think, I think Leinster just will in time and they. I don't. Th- I think it's a bad idea to not having games during the Six Nations. But um, yeah. hopefully, hopefully they get over that. You know, but I, I think Leinster are just really super at the moment. Really, really starting to come together. Yeah, it's exciting stuff. Connacht next, lads. Um, looking like the sports ground and uh, the Viva Stadium. Uh, I think the Leinster Games Committee had to meet there during the week, but more than likely it'll be the Viva Stadium. Um, yeah, Connacht won't be afraid of Leinster, but they can't but help have a bit of worry with a team like Leinster coming up, especially if they come through the Six Nations fairly on scale. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a cracking game. Hopefully, hopefully a cracking game. And I think it's nothing more than Connacht deserve is to have a full... And hopefully, because I mean, there's a, a hell of a lot of Westerners over in this part of the country and hopefully they get as many tickets as... Uh, they get tickets as... as uh, as good as possible in many tickets as possible and have a full house in the Aviva. Yeah, absolutely. Um Munster Wasps, Johnny. Uh Munster good old win over Wasps in the end and a bit more Munster like. You know, there's something starting to come right down there. Oh absolutely. I think it, uh, I think they um they were much better performance as a as a as a as a group of players, you know, a far better performance as a group of players. Um I thought Healy, Healy actually really turned around, turned his game around. And had a, like he he attacked the gain line. He did something that he didn't do. His lovely dink through for Zebos. Lovely the dink for the Zebos try. I think he stepped up to the mark. I think the competition now between himself and Crowley is, is great. Um, you know, so I think uh, I think I think Munster are probably on a better, uh, definitely in a better place than they were. Um. Coons is starting to play better. There, you know, the pack, the pack had a much, much, much more solid game. Uh, I think it. I think it was. Look, it's good. It's good to see. It's good to see them. Fire, it's good to see them firing. I know Wasps had injuries and stuff, but it's not. It doesn't matter. They they played a better brand of played a much better brand of rugby. And uh, look, it's great to have that the province back. The that province back in working, starting to show a little bit of glimmer again. That. Uh, you know that they might give a bit of competition that in the latter stages of the tournaments. 
Yeah, it's their it's more of their identity. They're just a bit lost, Tom. Sure, we we've been talking about it here for a while, but just it was. I thought it was great to see as well. It's like there you are. That's that's monster now in Heineken Cup. That's that's a bit more like it, you know. Well, it is, and and they they're starting to give young that the chance. of maybe look, it's not about Van Grammer. It's not about Larkham. It's about it's about the the, the players that are there. And I see, like this weekend, they're giving. Uh, you know, Liam Coombs is back in, Van Gogh is back in, Matt Gallagher. Uh, they're giving young Jake Flannery's. Jake Flannery is um, starting 10. Uh, you know, so they're, start, they're, they're bringing through kids there. Um, Neil Cronin is actually scrum half, and I actually like Neil Cronin. I think he's, he's not a bad little scrum half at all. Um, you know, so the, they are starting to bring players starting to play younger players you know and i and i think leinster are the same this weekend is the young academy lock got a start it's getting yeah, started getting his again. debut yeah ed burn is yeah. back as well um he hasn't been seen for a while well that's it's good to see it because uh i don't know what happened to his brother is this john you don't know i, I meant to ask tom i, I don't know what's brian guy's first run out last weekend with the bears he hasn't been Playing with them in a oh, while. Oh, that's right. Yeah, country. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He got run out last week. Now there was a picture of him on Instagram with the girlfriend, and after happy, happy as Larry to be back. Yeah, brilliant. And Norm and um, Killian got a run out too. Killian Redmond. Yeah, and scored a try. Um, yeah, yeah, that's savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. saw that. Oh, that that's brilliant. Absolutely, Johnny, and I'm very proud of Charlie as well. He got named on the Charlie Ward got named on the Connacht team last weekend as well. Another lad under your wing. Yeah, it was great yeah. to see. It was a it was a very big weekend for me last weekend with the two lads involved in, in professional systems, you know. Um Absolutely. Charlie unfortunately didn't get a minute, but um it was great to see the two of them there. And obviously Killian scored a try against probably one of the best teams in the world in Saracens. Um was very very good. So delighted for the two lads, and long may it continue. Yeah, yeah Sean, a, a pity Sean. Charlie didn't get a run, but I think it was probably mightn't have been the best day to 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 have him start to get out get a run. I mean, that was a tough, tough, tough pack that they had, and and it's actually kind of probably weakest things their scrum. You know, they really do. Yeah, to be fair, there was a lot of front row injuries, and it, and it fell in Charlie's fortune. But yeah, like he needs to get game. But it's like everyone does. Johnny, he needs to get game time, and I believe that these young lads, especially front rows, I don't know where he's getting game time, but he has to get game time. Props are, yeah, you know, props are like fine wine. You know, we mature nice and nice and you know, nice yeah. with age. But we get better with age. <laughs> absolutely better with age, but you know, you have to. Um, no, but the, the important thing for Charlie was um, when he when he signed with Connacht, he got an injury and then COVID struck, so he never actually got. And he caught up the A games because there was none. So he was then fighting rehab and then got another injury and then back to rehab again. So it just fell in a bad term for him with, with COVID. There was no A games to show his worth, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And then he, he was too good then to be released back to the club. They needed to keep him in the training system. So look at it is where it is. He, he'll strike his luck eventually down the line somewhere and he'll get in. Yeah, Sean O'Brien's been named for London Irish this weekend as well. He starts at number eight. So yeah. good to see Sean back still, as well. Still liking the old dog yet. <laughs> yeah, it's a pity because they don't. Uh, those games aren't being shown. It's very hard. You can't find. I can't find that game. And is, is it on Ruby Pass? Does anyone know? It's on Ruby Pass. Sure. It's on a. 
So another channel as well is a KS have to pay KZ PN or something. Or... Is the, is it Ruby Pass pays the pay one? Yeah, the pay one. It's on. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so I think we just I, 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 on now, will we? <laughs> I think we just go to get Kenny on Saturday. Yeah, well, it's, it's a tenner in. I think. Penrith, ah, oh, Jason, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, I'd love to go down actually, it'd be great. But uh, I think uh, I go on down, it's at, it's at 2 30, so it's not too bad of a time. Um, I go over to Tullow first to watch the under 14s, and then I'm a bit of a trainer with Adam Day, who's uh, in the Leinster 18s mix there at the minute, so do a gym session with him, and then I go down to Kilkenny then. Good stuff. Good week. All, all the young lads are out of the week. All young lads uh, are out with their cup. A lot of cups, cup matches this weekend. So uh, best of luck yeah. to all, all, all our three clubs. Absolutely. Um, lads, the lads are training for the Six Nations. The squad is assembled. They're over in Portugal uh, doing warm weather training or whatever it is, or just to get out of the country and do a camp. Uh, away from everything as well um seriously strong six nations pack name there and a lot of uh english scottish uh welsh media um and france even the france manager talking up ireland going into this as well talking about it being in ireland or france six nations based on the autumn internationals the win over the all blacks and all that uh realistically sh- should we be that excited going into it sure, i think not. so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Uh, have we not earned it? Uh, I know, you know absolutely. You know, like yeah. maybe, maybe they're right to talk up Ireland, but are they hiding their own things as well? I don't know. It's um, Ireland. You'd be blind not to see Ireland as a favorite. Ireland and France is the two favorites. Well, you know, what I can't understand is I saw, yeah, Joy. It was as Joy Carberry. Yeah, he's flying. There's not a bother on him. Absolutely he's do- flying. He's, yeah, he's doing full yeah. contact this week. Yeah, yeah. Not a bother. He's brilliant. Absolutely. What happened to his arm? <laughs> what happened to a game? Jesus. It, it, uh, I, when I saw the selection for, you know, you're waiting for the selection to come out for the for Leinster and Munster to come out to see what, what's, who's being picked. And I presumed that they would have given him a game, at least one game before the Six Nations. But he's not. He's not on the panel. Like he's not on the panel. But he is good, though. There's not a bother on him. <laughs> so I uh, definitely magic water now that Tormundy's drinking. There's that. De- there's definitely. There's yeah, definitely, definitely something, something in the water down there that you can miraculously be ready. And look, I wish. Oh, Jesus, I wish. I mean, he's he's a fine player, but I, I that is one one choice. I'm not agreeing with this and it's not his ability or anything i don't think he was i don't think he was settled coming into it and like he had a couple of get, good games starting to get a little bit more uh into the frame of things when he was with the, with the autumn internationals but like the fact he hasn't played and you're going into the six nations yeah. and you're like a cracking french side uh england you know you're up against marcus smith who is i mean they're starting to, they're starting them to well england are starting to call him the messi of rugby um, but that'll have to be wait and see what happens there. But he is a cracking player, um, and England have a good few injuries as well. Um, Farrell is out; he's gone. Well, Farrell is a big loss. Yeah, so like they have their own. England have their own worries. I mean, they still have serious players. I mean, 
maybe there's going to be young fellas there get a chance to you know to to get a bit of game time. But I I think England. Yeah. If, if, if Jones if Jones if Jones can sometime Eddie Jones' selection stuff kind of a bit weird, you know, doesn't come to doesn't look doesn't come to form or I don't know, there's all the young players out there that could be getting games and he he doesn't seem to give them. He seems to rely a lot on on security of, of the players that are there and, and tried and tested. But um with Marcus Smith at the helm, I think that I think they're definitely definitely in there. Um we don't well you know Wales are just going to uh, appear. They seem to they're like Superman. Out of nowhere, steal another one. Rip yeah, they rip off the rip off their club jerseys and the red is underneath and they're totally different different you know, totally different kettle of fish when they have the red jersey on. They just like yeah. super yeah, they are super <laughs> superman moment. Yeah, it's just it, yeah, they just really are. We all know yeah. that they can come yeah. from you're all there thinking Welsh rugby is in the doldrums and what you know, Wales are crap, and this and the chat comes out, and all of well, a sudden, then they're in, they're in the mix up for winning the Grand Slam. Yeah, Alan Wynne Jones will be a big loss to them, though. Yeah, psychologically, big a big loss. Yeah, you know, same as Owen Farrell for England, be a psychological big loss. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm looking forward to it now. Um, and again, if Ireland hit anywhere near that form that they had in the autumn, um, going to have a couple of exciting matches. Um, that France match will, well, someone said that they can see what is it, the Ireland England match will be the decider, um, of the Six Nations. But I think, geez, the Ireland French match is going to be something else. Um, it'll be yeah, Ireland's next weekend, yeah. Ireland's biggest test now be well to see where Ireland is would be France the France match but yeah you have to get over your Welsh match first and see how you go after that um, yeah and uh, all, a lot of the Welsh um, journalists during the week were talking down Wales saying well you know we are we say every year that we're in trouble but this year we're in the most <laughs> trouble we've ever been in and we're really not looking forward to it and this could be a watershed moment for Welsh rugby and like what happened you said Tom they said they'll be in the hunt now. <laughs> but, uh, just phenomenal. We all love Wales. It's one of the reasons, you know, that Welsh, you know, that's everybody loves the Welsh is because they turn around and, like, as I say, they're down in the doldrums. They're, you know, they're near, you know, they're nearly. They're the Tullow of Six they're, Nations. <laughs> and just suddenly, suddenly appear. Woohoo! We're back. We're there. there we are. But they are, you know, they, they're just um, they're phenomenal. And then Scotland, like, and um, you're knocking off Scotland. You can't say that Scotland haven't played really, really the well. Biggest game and, first, the biggest game the home first. Yeah, and they're individual. Well, they have individual players. I don't like when they pull them together. If you look at the amount of Scottish players playing seriously well in top fourteen, playing seriously well in the you know in the in the English Premiership, like mm-hmm. and 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 the players that are playing for Glasgow and Edinburgh, and that, you know. They have when they all come together, like they are a formidable force too, and they, and they could cause an upset. Well, hopefully, they beat England in the first one and cause a really good upset, <laughs> you know. And we of course, course. <laughs> the situation's done. Doesn't matter yeah. after that, England lost, England no, lost the game, it's over. We, we'll all be happy, we'll all be happy with that. And uh, but it's we better be careful in case some of the English rugby union comes after us. <laughs> well, well, I can't say, I can't say anymore because I, I just. I'm afraid of that anymore. I don't know who who can who can say that. Sorry, oh, actually, people are listening. Let's look at you. Let's look Scotland. Just one mention I have. To, if I don't know if anyone's ever has seen the Carlo tweets for the last two matches, 
Oh, um, Jesus, Tom, they're hilarious. Right, right. I have to, Bruce, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> Bruce is our new uh, Twitter master. Uh, but I want to see, uh, let's see, will he be as fast with his feet when he gets back playing? Bruce, you do. You are actually a rugby player and you are only, well, I suppose you're, you're getting on like Richie. But uh, we want to see you back on the field and see you see his magic, magic on the field as you are with the Twitter. He's smart arse, but he's giving us some. He's giving us some cracking things. So I have to say, Bruce, well done, big clap to you. I think everybody's everybody's enjoying your everybody's enjoying your tweets, man. Willie John McLeansy was the best one. <laughs> well, I he love, thanked I me for that. all. The, he thanked me for all the work I did. He said, "I'm doing uh, what was it?" Uh, uh, Thomas now has his own rugby podcast, um, but it's obvious now that Tom knows nothing about podcasting and rugby. So, <laughs> oh, I, there's I nobody, there's nobody, not in the fight. One of was brilliant. Which was, <laughs> I can't he put up one about Bonzo was at the sideline today, something to do about his greatest achievement in life was pulling, pulling Miriam or uh, Miriam. Lads, brilliant stuff. Thanks a million for talking to us. Uh, James Blanchfield joined us earlier in the show. Johnny Tobin from Tolo and Tom from Carlo. Uh, with a couple of matches to look forward to in the URC this weekend, and then it's all go for Six Nations after that, and you are on Champions Cup after that. Uh, so lots to look forward to, and of course, Towns Cup draws coming up next week, and you've your own league still to play out as well. Lots going on. The bars are open again. Thank God. Um, and onwards and upwards. Thanks a million for talking Absolutely. to us, boys. Thanks, Steve. Cheers, Steve. Thanks,